0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, August twenty-sixth. S P and p futures are up just two points, essentially unchanged this morning. Europe's major indices are rallying about 40 basis points, and there is outperformance in cyclical groups. Um, There's really nothing kind of coming for sale, although you are seeing some of uh, the traditional safe havens like telecoms, utility staples are underperforming. But again, not really outright coming for sale. Asia was mixed. Mainland China saw some selling. Hong Kong and Japan were both flat. So very, very quiet warning in terms of major incremental news. Um, There's really kind of no big macro headline to talk about, no eco data. No monetary policy headlines. Still, obviously, a ton of anticipation for Powell tomorrow morning at his uh, virtual Jackson Hole address. So that's nine ten a.m. tomorrow. Um, again, this is um, expected to kind of move the ball further down the road towards this policy shift from a discrete inflation target to an average two percent inflation target. The implications being they will countenance an overshoot of two percent for a period of time to compensate for the undershooting. Um, you know, in reality. You can obviously make the case about why markets should suddenly think the Fed will be able to achieve a 2% plus inflation rate after not being able to achieve 2%. But I think in the near term, obviously, the implications are very dovish um, and stocks uh, obviously welcome uh, dovish policy changes. You know I these speeches again, tend to be very academic and focused. so I think it's going to be very much an explanation as to why this shift can provide more accommodation to the to the market, to the economy, and why it can help drive unemployment lower, et cetera. I don't think he will come out and explicitly state, we are going to make this shift on September sixteenth. Um, you know, I've, again, I think it's going to be more of a of a broader kind of explanation. So, to you know, I don't think markets should expect an explicit pledge, but clearly, this will be a huge signaling event for that September meeting on the sixteenth. Um, in terms of economic data, again, nothing out this morning. In the US, you have the jobless claims Thursday, tomorrow morning, um, before Powell speaks. Obviously, I think they're gonna be very important, especially after last week, you saw an uptick in the claims figures. And then Friday, we'll have the PCE for July. And that's the final inflation reading for this month. Remember, all the July numbers have been firming more than expectations, but still well below the Fed 2% goal. Um, and again, it's just one month worth of data. I think, you know, I don't think the market really is concerned about inflation at this point in time. You'd have to see multiple, multiple months of uh, pretty dramatic increases in inflation, I think, to really get the market's attention. On the US fiscal negotiations front, those you know, those talks are really on hold until after Labor Day. There's really no movement, um, no indications that anyone is talking in Washington. However, I do think the, what you're seeing out of airlines is important. So American Airlines put out an announcement midday yesterday talking about how they're going to be uh, furloughing or cutting about 19,000 jobs on October 1st. Other airlines have made similar announcements or have intimated that they would be following in uh, Americans' footsteps. Remember, the CARES Act has a moratorium on airline layoffs until October 1st. The airline industry has been asking and clamoring for additional aid from Washington to help, and then as a condition of that, they would push out that ten-one um, layoff deadline. So, as far as kind of the reasons why Congress would want to come back after Labor Day and negotiate a deal, I think airlines provides um, you know an immediate reason for them to kind of get back to the negotiating table. You know, I don't know if it's in anyone's interest in Washington to see the airlines cut tens of thousands of jobs thirty days before an election, and I also think it'd be very difficult to pass just a standalone airline bill. So. The fact that the airlines could force a compromise agreement, um, you know, that's mildly positive for markets. Again, I think most people still assume that you're going to see something get done in September. I think, you know, based on everything we've been seeing over the last week or so, the odds of that are falling. But again, the airline threat. Um, you know, is positive in that it could force all the sides to come back to the table for talks. But, I, you know, like I said, I think nothing's really going to happen until after Labor Day on that front. The RNC, again, just not very relevant for markets. There's a ton of commentary about what was said, if it's important politically, et cetera. I don't think the DNC last week or nor the RNC this week are really going to shift poll figures dramatically. Um, the commentary last night focused on the economy. So defending Trump's record on growth, jobs, trade, et cetera, um, you know, Pompeo spoke and, and reiterated a lot of the commentary towards China. Again, I, I just don't think it's going to be super relevant for markets. Trump's formal acceptance speech is tomorrow night, but he again has been appearing every night of this event. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't really think he'll make any kind of profound announcements tomorrow. I think it's going to be a lot more of the same in terms of rhetoric. On the micro news front, uh, it was a very busy evening of earnings last night in the us for july end companies and the numbers were strong so salesforce.com was a big upside huge beat for their july end quarter the guidance for october was a little bit more in line so they're pushing forward the upside from the july quarter into the full year guidance um you know nothing to really quibble about very strong the stock's obviously been a huge monster outperformer got added to the dow So this is just going to kind of continue that momentum. You know, go back to Monday. We saw the nascent signs, possibly of a um, you know a rotation trade into cyclical value out of growth momentum. Obviously, Salesforce is going to throw a wrench into that. You know, I think people need to kind of break up the cyclical groups into various different components. So the bank stocks seem like they can have some momentum in the near term, Um, just given what treasury yields are doing. uh, You know, you would suspect that banks should be able to rally. So. You know, I don't think that um, you know a momentum, ongoing momentum strength, and bank and and a bank rally are are mutually exclusive. I think they both could uh, occur simultaneously. Um, the other big standouts last night: um, HP Enterprise into it, Toll Brothers, Urban Outfitters, all very strong. Urban definitely a standout, just given all the negative negativity we've seen out of apparel retailers lately. Um, Toll Brothers very strong for builders, but. Expectations are already super high for a home builders, so I would I would imagine Toll Brothers doesn't necessarily see a huge rally off that print. Um, again, the numbers were very strong on an absolute basis, but expectations are already very very high. Nordstrom's was was pretty grim in terms of the quarter results. Management made somewhat positive commentary in the call, just qualitatively about sales directions. Um, Cash flow was solid in the quarter, so kind of the opposite of Toll Brothers, where um, you know, I don't know if the stock really sees much more uh, selling pressure just given that sentiment already is super, super depressed um, for that type of a stock. Uh, and that is essentially it. Like I said, it's very, very quiet. There's really no major news to talk about. On the calendar for Wednesday in terms of scheduled news, it's just a bunch of smaller earnings reports. So Dix is a big one this morning. Um, you have a couple of tech names after the bell, along with Williams-Sonoma. The last big macro events, um, like I said, are, are really kind of tomorrow the jobless claims in Powell. And then on Friday, you have the PCE, And then also on Friday, Abe in Japan is expected to hold a press event to give some explanation around. There's been a lot of concern around his health. He's had two visits to the hospital in the last uh, couple of weeks, there's been a lot of commentary about whether or not he could step down. So this press event from him on Friday is supposed to address all of that uh, chatter around, um, around his health. And that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.